Punters, you are watching the mailbag. We're going to preview our first race meeting of the season from Mooney Valley Racecourse. We're going to have some track notes from Sam Tankard, a track walker. We've unfortunately had a few technical problems and not been able to get him on the on the, the stream or the show. Uh, Sam goes for the snowman. I've got the snowman's notes at the end of the show. So you get what's happening from the hut there at Caulfield. We'll get the latest on the track, and that'll be attached to the show later on. Um, Jonathan Walsh joins us from his mansion down there somewhere, Bayside, and Pistol Pete from the penthouse in the city, and I'm down on the bay. Boys, how are we? No, doing our level best, just trying to get through, mate. I don't, I'll be spending a bit more time inside by the look of it today for what's happened today, so better make yeah. the most of this. Skyrocketed the cases. It's not looking good for uh, us as a gambling sort of operation moving forward. And it, unfortunately, it's going to mean more of a reliance on racing.com, which um, after yesterday, my mental health can no longer take the punishment that is watching um, their shit uh, directionless telecast. Um, I've got no problem, and I'm not blowing at all with the on air talent and the people who like. We all consider to be racing.com. It's people behind the scenes who, for whatever reason, don't value the mounting yard. Uh, the, 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 the amount they show the horses is inconsistent. And when you're sitting at home relying on it to like, pay the bills, the, the stress and anxiety that's causing me is uh, sending me off the Richter. Yesterday, there was a horse, uh, number 11 in race four. It was $11 into $6 from 9 a.m. They didn't even show it parade. The next race, the first three in the market was Shandy, Spirit Medium, and uh, Paddy Payne Horse, number 16 it was. Didn't show either of them parade. All three, top of the market, didn't parade. It's absolute torture. Um, I'm going to adjust the product that you guys get from me on a Saturday, the race-by-race race stuff. It's going to be very different. I'm going to try something different because it's just killing me. Um, but we're going to adjust and try and survive the rest of this COVID, which Jonathan, by the sounds of it, is going to keep going for a fair, fair while. Yeah, everyone's just going to have to do their bit and put their head down. Um, but, I mean, the people watching this and the people who are active on the social media platform probably aren't the problem because they're aware. It's the people who are unaware and uh, whatever else, even if you do think it's a hoax or whatever else, uh, the longer the hoax goes, the longer we're locked up. So just regardless of your opinion, put your head down, do what you're told. And, um, it'll make it easier or it'll get us closer to getting back to normal. So uh, there's some fucking idiots around which are causing issues for the general public who will do their best to get through. It's got to keep punching. Uh, this show, as always, Power by Punny Form and uh, Betfair uh, and the Goat Lago, which I've had to have one because of the technical problems we've had, Peter. <laughs> Peter probably needs one too. <laughs> <laughs> the show had a lot more sort of um, we had a little bit more energy at the start of it that was about 45 minutes ago Walsh just kept us entertained hopefully you've got another 35 left in your Walsh uh, we're going to focus on the quality legs at Mooney Valley the rails in the true um, we're going to talk about the track pattern via the notes attached to the show on Twitter uh, I expect it races on pace it's Mooney Valley um, that's sort of the thing how you've got to start every each and every meeting at the valley you adjust when you see some evidence to do so uh, you boys have any other opinions? Oh, the rail is in the true, so it won't be as mad on pace as it is on those Friday night meetings when it's out six metres. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the general consensus with the valley is get out and run or at least be rolling off the camber on the corner 
We've got to be moving. Crystal? Uh, no opinion for me. Um, we'll start off. I'd say look, more than likely it'll be like the inside half of the straight. So you want to be, you know, within the first four or five lanes heading into the straight. But um, again, we'll just say we're talking about the quality legs here. And from what I've gathered, it's a, uh, shall we say, mediocre looking card. Is that too harsh? No, it's not harsh. That's... It looks like it looks a card where like you be on track. Professor, um, Peter Ellis, those sort of older blokes who come up to you and say this is more of a learning card. You know, don't, don't sort of bet hard here today. There's a lot of sort of first up, to now three-year-olds, um, two horses returning, first day back at the Valley. It, it looks really shitty betting card, but an interesting betting, like an interesting race card. You're going to learn a lot from this meeting, but I don't know. I'm going to struggle to sort of push you in anything big here early on on a Thursday. Um, we're going to start at race six, 1,200 metres. I think Wilmot Pass probably favourite. Uh, there's the synth holding up comes a speed map. Any thoughts here, Jonathan? I don't know how you've mapped this, but the maps I'm looking at from the, the punting form and the other not as applicable have got Wilmot Pass backing further back. I, I had Wilmot Pass. If they're, if they're positive on Wilmore Pass, pass it, it should be favourite. A um, couple of my mates are in Condos Express. It comes out of good form races. There's a heap of chances here, and the track pattern to see, as I said, look, Wilmot Pass is the one I would be with, and I, and I believe the maps that are out there at the moment. But for Wilmot Pass to win, it's going to have to be more forward, and from barrier two, I think it can be. I think there's too much speed in this race to confidently think that horse is going to be able to be like better than midfield. It's price like, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, Condos Express is a enigma. It had that like big sort of month and a half, and it hasn't really done anything since. It wants a dry track, Condos too. So the weather outside the moment is pretty good, but I've done this before, and then it's a, you know, it's been a catastrophe of, of rain and hail. After I've said, oh, the weather looks good in Melbourne, but. Uh, I yeah. thought, like, like we've spoken about, like how shitty this sort of card is to bet at. Race in this race, n- number six, Rolling Moss, looked well placed yesterday at Bendigo, and they scratched. It's the complete outsider in this race. It, it has to roll across from Barrier Nine. There is a lot of good speed, so Dwayne won't be able to go too slow, which will suit this horse. And if it is on pace, I can see this horse starting like thirteen, ten dollars even. They'll find, they'll find it if it's on pace. What about Titan Blinders come out come out first up last prep on Ballarat Cup Day? Like, there's a lot of them you can make case for. Yeah, I just think it's going to be on pace and John Allen from Barrier 10. Although, John Allen on Zephyr yesterday. So I had a nightmare about it last night again. Like, what intent from the great man. <laughs> it's just very rare. But it was just enough intent to just bend me right up in the... the um, right up in the snuff. The... Well, this is a prime example of the card. But you make a case for a heap of them. If I had, if I'm forced to pick one, I'm picking Wilmot Pass from Combo's Express. But if it's a heavy eight, well, that'll change again. And yeah, I'm only picking a horse for the sake of picking picking numbers. Yeah, I'm tipping number six, Rolling Moss. Peter, you got anything here? Um, I thought that last start form of uh, Sir Callahad actually was pretty decent. And I know Harry Grace isn't necessarily one of my jocks, but. I mean, he doesn't have to do much to find the front here. 
Um, yeah. What looks a yeah. pretty tricky race. Like the, the double figure quote, I could probably get entertained if we're seeing that pattern emerge on pace and inside half of the straight. So that's probably about it. Um, Condos Express obviously had those really good Mooney Valley form races last prep, but um, I'd want to see a move for it. Uh, before jumping into that horse and I was happy enough to sort of angle around Wilmot Pass um, just given the potential hazards <laughs> the horse might come across as it's trying to get itself into some clear running so and, and those of us who bet if you do remember Condos Express I think the owners were left out there while she went that first time it sort of exploded there at the valley it hemorrhaged about 30 minutes out from the jump and I believe the owners didn't get the text but enough people did to make a big dent in the market I'm not entirely sure about that at all. Um, I'm almost certain. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where, where that came from, but I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Race 7, Cox Plate Trip, 2,040 metres. Uh, I don't mind this race. Anyone else got an opinion first? Yeah, actually, this was of the quaddy legs. This is one where I was happy to have a bet. I thought um, Miramar, middle draw, could sit on speed, six dollars fifty each way. I could happily have something, something little each way. Miramar, pistol? Yeah, uh, no, just no. I tried to find angles here. There was no angles that I could really find. Uh, just it was just driving me in circles. This race, to be honest, um, it was probably the the race that I was least keen to uh, to even have an impression on. I, I think the market's right, but I, I'm still. D-Lane first up is, is a bit risky, I think, but, but Polly Gray was enormous, slaughtered an enormous last start. It was a very good start before. Uh, if the rain comes, I'm keener. I think it loves the wet ground. I want to see him ridden with him to ride it with some intent, but Muhammad uh Snowy's got the, the, the horse is, is flying from last week. They will be positive, so it's going to land in the 1-1 from Barra 6. It's going to get run a race. Mohamedeus. I think the top two in the market are the, are the two to focus on. Bedford SP'd like 30s last start. We tipped it on the fucking show and I didn't back it. <laughs> it's not the worst when these things win. I've had a strip and I'm getting all these positive messages from non-payers. Anyway, um, I still appreciate it. Non-payers? Like show watchers, non-subscribers. Oh, jeez. Right. Oh, if I could list my non-payers on the show, then he, you know, I, could, I should go and get them. Actually, my non-payers have gone down through to, uh, you can get them, but um, other bookies have got some. Anyway. <laughs> no, um, anyway, it's just it's just a torture that is punny. Um, oh, I thought the market's pretty good here. I was interested to see what you thought, though, Pistol, with Sir Pippin. You were with it last start. Yeah, that was more last start. It was due to the horse's previous figures at Flemington. Whereas it doesn't really have that here at Mooney Valley, and I thought it was, I was yeah, pretty much happy to, to put a line through it. I don't think it'll be mapping as favourably here, and um, although it ran some okay splits towards the end, I thought it was pretty suited there last start at Flemington. So yeah, happy to, to leave it this time. I think yeah, on a skinny card, pretty keen that one or seven Polygram Mahatmadas win here. Race eight, boys, is over fifteen hundred metres. Up comes all the usual stuff. Jonathan, thoughts here? I thought this race was. Uh, Maybe impossible. I like it. You just disregarded. I hope Miramar wins just to stick it up you. I, <laughs> I gave Sir Pippin a fluke and chance at odds as well. So, and to give you an idea, Maha 
days. I just cannot back horses with bar, with bar plates as a general rule. But um, it did go super last start with the bar plate. Um, yeah, this uh, I'll look. The only horse I sort of come up with is probably the clear leader in surreal image. Um, it's it's big odds. It has got Barry one. It, it will be will be close to. It should lead. Um, that it's the one I'll, I'll be having something on. Uh, if I'm forced to bet, I'll be having something on. But when I say that, yeah, <laughs> inevitably I will be having something on through images at relatively, you know, should it be double figures or more. The the early, early money for Skelm uh, scares me a bit, like pricks my ears up a little bit to that. Um, Battle talk. Uh, Snowy's mail is the horse is flying, but they're worried the draw could scratch. Um, I liked Five Kingdoms. A lot, a lot, the horse a lot. Um, I listened to RSN this morning. Uh, I think Felgate might have been had uh, Ben Hayes on, and he sounded to me like it was just another run for this horse. They'll be neutral to negative. They'll probably hit the line, look for it next start, Five Kingdoms. So, yeah, just just grey, grey, grey. Yeah. Pistol? Um, I was happy enough to have something small on Silent Command here. Um, draws pretty soft, good splits last start, has a good figure, track and distance. It's a pretty open race, but I, I thought quite a few of these didn't really look to be suited at all. There's a lot of horses that are just seemingly here for, as you said, the runaround and coming out of unsuitable races last start. So that was the way I sort of angled here in race eight. But, yeah, it's not a, a high-confidence pick by any stretch. Race nine, lucky last, 1,200 metres. This is at... Complete chaos, this map. Good luck guessing how they're going to go here. Um, I've done my best, but it's, I'm not proud of what I've done. I don't know, I don't know how to make it any better. Like, I'll just be forcing him into spots. Hope for some scratchings and a little bit more clarity on the map. Uh, there's the synth hold. Proper Rogue. Uh, got some mail from Snowy again. Uh, should settle better than midfield. Third up and close to peak fitness. Pretty good push. This horse hemorrhaged down at the Flemington, Flemington Straight. Uh, didn't go good, but it was very well back. The other horse that I, I do like, Proper Row here, from that good barrier. Sebricate's a horse I really, really like. I don't like barrier one. Um, but I, I think this horse is probably a fair bit better than most of these. Like If you look at its last preparation, first up, last prep, ran second to Bivouac. Massive, massive gear change. Yeah, it's lost the cahoons, hasn't it? Yeah, separate cake. Yeah. I just wish it was drawn like five. You know, you can just see it like fifth, like fifth pair of the fence. Last race at the valley. I don't know, but I think it's the best horse in the race by a mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might get back. Um, look, I've. I thought Sweet Snitty got a good map and, you know, it's $27 or, or give or, it's in the it's big odds anyway. So Sweet Snitty was the first one I sort of come to at a price. Proper Rogue can improve. It had one down the straight at Flemington. It's a, funny how horses can improve going around the circle. But it looked to handle Flemington, but, yeah, I wouldn't be risking it. Hypersonic's wins were against lackluster opposition, and it did 
win well, but I'm, if it gets a run, I'd be prepared to risk its price. They need three scratchings for it to get a run, so yeah. Yeah, but yeah, if it gets a run, I was sort of prepared to risk it at the odds, obviously depending on how many they, how many scratchings they get. And it's just an FYI, if you do bet early with the plastics, you'll notice that sports bets got the best odds and everything. That's because they'll they'll deduct like fully the scratching if the favourite came out here. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, three dollars thirty three percent of the market. But I don't know, I don't know how exactly calculated, and that's why it's sort of. Um, so I'd be very careful betting this race. Is my advice if you're going to before. It's deductions, Lotto. They've all got difference. It, I, I bought it up. There's, there's the hottest goal of the lot, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't care who's hot and who's not. They all need to be uniform, and all the deductions need to be the same across the board. Like, it's just... It, it's bullshit. Like, it, it's quite simple. Every punter needs to know, OK, because you just see punters flying up about it, left, right and centre. If you know what you're getting in, into before you have a bet, you can't complain, and that's why it needs to be uniform. Crystal? Yeah, I mean, there's what only six emergencies in this race at the moment. Like it's just, as you said, the. I mean, how many emergencies do you need in one race? What's happening between now and Saturday? We're going to lose six horses. Um, Mate, don't speak too soon. Yeah, we, remember, 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 we were, remember, it was it was us three. We we're at your uh, other apartment, and the boys get paid. Guys, were with us. Yeah, and I was saying this might be the last time we ever see each other for like six months. Yeah. And we were all t- we were all laughing about COVID. That was the last time we laughed. Yeah, I, I and Yarra, the beautiful South Yarra, great reception, fast internet. Last time we laughed, the Kiwis just got out of Australia. They came over for the All Star Mall and didn't get to go. Remember? <laughs> they weren't allowed to congregate. They weren't allowed to congregate at the race track. They were allowed to go congregate at the casino yeah. in a confined non air Yeah, that really hurt me. That was um. You know, golden not golden mile, all star mile day, <coughs> and it would have been a nice day to work on track. And I don't know if I'm ever going to get those days back on track again. So, right. Well, yeah. To cut a long story Peter. short, just um, I actually ended up with sweet snitty as well, which is oh, no. just disturbing behaviour from you know me lining up with the wish. Um, I thought the first up form last prep was pretty decent. The horse has an okay figure at Mooney Valley. As Wish, Wishy said, like it should get itself into a pretty good spot. Proper rogue I found on data, but just small query at the price with the stable at Mooney Valley. Um, so I was happy to just sort of angle around that. But I agree, like, if you just went off purely on what it did last start and what it's done so far this prep, it's, it's trending like it's going to run a, a pretty big race. But... There was just that small query there at the price, but I mean, what what is this field? Just please remember. Oh, well, like, look at these prices. Like if you're trying to convert someone new to the sport, right? They're looking at this and they go, "Proper rogue, three sixty across most corporates." Oh, hang on, six dollars at Sportsbet. Yeah. Like, fuck. It just needs to be uniform. It's, it's, it's bullshit. It's what they bought in the decimal odds, um, which was you know pre pre Peter. And probably pre yourself. Like I remember going to races as a kid with you know eleven to four, nine to two, all that sort of stuff. No, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but they bought in decimal odds to make it. it makes more sense when you start talking about small, medium, and tall grays. Yeah. Well, did you watch that Snyder doco I put up? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I might watch it tonight though. 
that will. Give I've been you watching that. Um, I've been watching that Amazon thing on the cricket. You got Amazon as well. I have to budge that off you. <laughs> <laughs> already budged the K. I might have budged the Amazon as well. Mate, I'm telling you, with Racing.com's just in that coverage of the Manning Yard, I'm gonna. I'm tightening things right up. I'm gonna have to cut. I'm gonna cut Disney away. That's have no got, good. How many you got? And Stan. Stan's no good. It's gonna be Netflix, KO, and Amazon. Amazon's good. I'm tipping it. Yeah, I bought a new iPad the other day, and I can't log on to the, the Apple because I've got a Sony TV. It's a <laughs> and it won't go through the um the Google Chrome thing or whatever you call it, the thing you plug in the back of your TV and the other TV. Yeah, <laughs> it's got touched. Apple touched me again. Peter, I've got the track update from Sam, so I'll try and read it out. Yes, go for it. Just, just to cap off probably our worst show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. G'day, mate. Uh, track will be a soft five, even if upgrade to a good four Saturday. I'd still expect it to race more like a soft track as it holds more moisture this time of year. Lanes one to five are fresh ground, nowhere, as hasn't had hasn't been raced on since March. Lane six plus have more pronounced wear from a recent heavy track. I'm expecting it to be pretty even early with a minor preference for lanes three to five as they have some minor compaction from machinery. After about four races, I'd expect lane one to, to start to break up and lane two to five to become the bigger advantage. Can win six plus later in the day, but would expect you need to be coming out of lanes two and four off horses back rather than making wide sustained runs six plus. Uh, those horses stalking the speed to midfield with momentum in the straight in lanes three to five will be best suited as the day goes on. Um, blah, blah, blah. Makes sense. That's good. Yep. Very valuable. Thank you, Sam. We appreciate it. Um, anything else from Snowy before I forget? Uh, Jabali Ridge earlier in the day had a lovely tick over trial and uh, Mick Price came each way and uh, believe the horse was what's that Lee Stayer up in Sydney, Pete? High opinion. Wet. Loves the wet. Obviously, up in Sydney, it's all you get, so it's going to be suited. The stable's keen, high opinion up there in Sydney. Um, do, we, do we even want to... Uh, because of racing.com, I'm going to protest and not supply best value on a lay. They've destroyed my soul. I'm happy to bet. Um, the horse I want to back, I can't work out. It's either going to start at $1.60 or, or drift out the gate. Brooklyn Hustle is clearly the best horse in the race. With a clear run and if right, it should be a dollar sixty. So best of the day, race four, number four, Brooklyn Hustle. Happy to back uh, Miramar in race seven each way on an each way basis, race seven number four. And as I said, if Hypersonic gets a run and runs around at the odds of solicitors at the moment, it'd be the one I'm happy to take on in the last. All right, are you allowed to go fishing still? I'm only I'm allowed to go fishing in my postcode, and thankfully Kingston Shire is um, yeah takes in a fair bit of the bay, but I don't. You're, you're apparently allowed to go fishing within reach. So. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll make a bet with you. Yeah. Also, I think Bill the Flute's good big odds in that Brooklyn Hustle race, but in race seven, I'll take Polly Gray and Mahatma Deus versus Miramar and the field. All right, your Miramar field. 
I'm Polly Gray and Mahatma Dayas. If one of those two win, we go fishing. You have to bait my hooks all day long. I'd have to bait your hooks anyway. <laughs> um, so hold on. I've got the field and you've got Polly Gray and which one? Mahatma Dayas, yeah. Mahatma Dayas. If yeah. they win, I'll bait your hooks. I won't catch a fish if you're baiting me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want? I don't want anything. It's just the glory. Look, um, <laughs> so, so you want Mahaba Dayas is five fifty, so it's less than twenty percent of the market. And Polly Gray's four forty, so yeah, yeah, that, that's about right. So I've got the field. We'll work yeah, out. When he says that's about right, punters, that means I've got about forty, forty-five percent. He's got a little edge. He's happy. He's done the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not on the bet fair numbers. That's about that's about a fifty-fifty split though. When you sort add them up and bring it down and. Maybe a slight edge, by the way, but I don't want to tell you that on air. Peter, do you want to have a bet? Check the link below. Um, that's no, a, I mean, that's with me. Good. With me, you want to bet. What, what are we betting on? Well, pick, give me something. I'll give you... I'll, I'll find something. Uh, North Melbourne's playing Adelaide this week. You want to get involved with that? Well, what are, I, I reckon Adelaide's a chance. All right. Well, I'll back my team north with Majak Dorback. The feel-good story of the week. I want the handicap, though. Adelaide would be getting, like, three goals, wouldn't they? Oh. I don't think so. Uh, can't be that much, can it? Surely. They're both pretty bad. I was going to say, if North Melbourne are playing Majak, Majak's had a broken hip, and he couldn't, even at his peak fitness, he was no near, nowhere near his stand. <laughs> they must be a bit light on players. Yeah, exactly. I should get a hand. And, that, and that's 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 not talking about you know. But you got a bloke with a broken hip and severe injuries. Adelaide have got ten and a half points. I'll take I'll take ten and a half points. What what's the what what are we what are we playing for? Yeah. Um. So limited with the with the COVID, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say I'm not taking. Like, you, you, yeah, Uber Eats, Uber Eats on my card or Uber Eats on your card. I'll, I'll shout you and Barker, or you'll shout me and Ems. That's pretty dangerous. Wow, yeah. <laughs> no, I tell him, tell him I, I'm in front of him with the lunches, and I see how much he won on the cricket. So he used to look after me if, if not. No, actually, yeah, I've, got a, I've got a bet for you, right? If, I, if the field wins, and if the field wins in my bet, right, you must sit down and watch that Snyder documentary <laughs> and, and report back on next week's show. If Deal. Wins, you can pick something for me of similar, like, you can make me watch something that I wouldn't watch, like, beat on the fucking NBA or the golf or something ridiculous like that for about No, if, if, if my two win, I'm coming, I'm going to get driven to your house with, like, 12 or 18 goats. I'm going to sit in the boat and you're, you're going to load my fishing rod. I'm going to hang it off the edge and just drink and listen to, like, music and go, Jonathan, I think I've got a bite. Can you have a look? You know? <laughs> Jonathan, I think I've got a snag. Can you have a look? <laughs> uh, well, if I was you to watch that alien, that's not an alien from end to end. Deal. Done. Yeah, you're right. All right, anything else we should do, boys? What a show. What a show. What a shit show, yeah. <laughs> look, we're trying to do our best, guys. It's just it's a hard meeting. Uh, life's hard at the moment. Don't want to complain. A lot of people are doing a lot worse, but fuck it. just can't be bothered. I spoke to a mate of mine the other day. You're like this. When I said this week, so I said, "Here you go," and he he said, "Oh, we got cut from four days a week, and I'm back down to five, and getting this and get that." And I, he goes, "Geez, I put on some weight in the, in the in the lockdown." And I said, "Oh yeah, and 
I said, yeah, shit, same here. He goes, yeah, I'm 104 kegs. And I've like put on probably 14 kilos in lockdown. So I feel good about myself. I only put on five. Oh, five. Five. It is a hard time. He goes, you know, I've got kids working from home. It's great, but I'm drinking more. Kids are driving me insane. No time in the car. But uh, there is some people doing it tougher than that out, out there for sure. But um, as I said, if we can, for me, if we can, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm a believer, non-believer or not, but I just need it to finish. So if I need to wear a mask and pull my head in for a few weeks for it to finish, so be it. Don't you reckon, though, like, if the aliens existed, why wouldn't they just get off their asses right now and help us? Might be an alien disease and they're not telling us. <laughs> you right there, mate? <laughs> needed that thanks man all right guys that's the mailbag um what we've got the sportsman's double and and uh there's another AFL. what's the, what's the afl thing called peter it's just the 20 days in a row 33 games or whatever it is um 33 games in 20 days as a special yep. pack for uh, Cam Dean, who absolutely filled up on uh, the weekend. He's hitting his straps. Very tight, very smart wagering. Big over as an unders man. Obviously, which I find interesting. Top ropes betting. Curly's flying. Curly filled up yesterday. Big result at Doombin. Um, Scurry, the only one on the team who's on track. God bless him. Very jealous. Um, lots of product. Get involved. Support the team. And uh, have a great weekend. Do your best.